Here's the thing about Alberta. It's got strong ties to the energy sector, its healthcare costs are sky high, and it's a province absolutely primed for innovation. At the centre of it all is Alberta Innovates, the province's largest research and funding provider, and they are no stranger to technological acceleration. But when COVID-19 hit, everything sped up virtually overnight, especially in the health sector. Suddenly, Alberta's health system needed new technologies, new monitoring and testing systems, pandemic research, and revolutionary models of care. And they needed them fast. How did Alberta Innovate step up to the challenge? Why did they prioritize collaboration? And how are they seeing beyond the panic to help make a better health system for everyone? I'm Kira Johnston, and you're listening to Breakthroughs, a mini-series within our Leadership Perspectives podcast. Each episode, we'll talk to a member of the Conference Board of Canada's Council for Innovation and Commercialization about their plans, successes, and challenges in making Canadian lives better. Our guest today is Tim Murphy, Vice President of Health at Alberta Innovates, and we're going to talk about how COVID-19 is changing the face of health innovation. Hi, Tim. Welcome to Leadership Perspectives. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. Thank you, Kira, for inviting me. It's my pleasure to be here. I'd like to begin by talking about Alberta's economic outlook and how it's been doubly hit by the pandemic and the drop in oil prices. What new ideas are you seeing that could turn this around? There's two things that are really important. Each jurisdiction has to take stock of its people, its unique environment, and its enabling resources to focus on resiliency. And what I'm seeing in Alberta is a spirit of cooperation, whether it be acute care, reaching out to long-term care, asking how they can help. And we're seeing that not only in Alberta, but across Canada, whether it be the private sector, reaching out to the public sector. A good example of that is Energy Solutions, a digital company specializing in oil and gas, which partnered with Suncor Charitable Foundation and received resources and work with academia to produce 200 ventilators they donated to Alberta Health Services when the pandemic was declared on March the 11th, 2020. From idea to implementation and Health Canada approval, that took about six weeks, which is remarkable. And that spirit of cooperation is really something I'm seeing in spades. The second thing is embracing virtual care and working with digital technologies and working in a highly adaptive and responsive healthcare system. These are things that really are new things I'm seeing in the environment, which are really giving me hope that we can build on that and carry that into not only the short-term response to containing and defeating COVID, but also in the medium to long-term for our innovation ecosystem. Now that we're several months into COVID-19, are there any healthcare gaps that you see are being left by the pandemic? COVID-19 has focused on the physical impact of the disease, but one thing we're seeing now is the emotional impact. It's sort of the trifecta of boredom, loneliness, and isolation, which are huge predictors of poor mortality and poor morbidity into the future. That's going to be a huge healthcare issue we're going to have to deal with in the medium to long term. The second thing is, and I'm hearing this anecdotally across Alberta and across the country, is because of COVID-19 and because of the physical distancing and social isolation, people haven't been going, for example, for their cancer screenings. That's going to create an accrued liability into the future and will predict poor outcomes into the future. So I really encourage Canadians and Albertans to get their cancer screening test, even in COVID-19 as they move forward. 
And the third thing is watching the interplay between public health policy, social policy, and health policy, and how those interplay, and then how they interplay with economic policy. That's a huge area where we have some work to do, and really focusing on the social determinants of health and how they can actually lead to better outcomes into the future, how they are predictors for better outcomes of health over time. Has COVID-19 had any positive impacts on innovation in Alberta? What I've seen as a result of COVID-19 is that spirit of accelerated implementation. And that's not only in Alberta, but that's also across Canada. We threw all the reasons not to do something out the window, and we found reasons to say yes to initiatives during the crisis. And I think that's been very helpful. I've had the privilege to serve on Alberta's technology advisory group. And in that group, we've been able to bring organizations together to work towards common cause in response to COVID-19. That collaboration and can-do spirit really enabled Alberta to punch above its weight. And there was a lot of federal calls for money from the Tri-Council and from the various granting agencies in Ottawa. We were able to achieve our proportional share of those fundings in response to the pandemic. We've also seen, and this is not just in Alberta, but across Canada and around the world, unprecedented levels of open collaborative science in less than a year. PubMed lists, for example, about 53,000 research papers in less than a year, which is a phenomenal body of work that we've been able to draw down on. And the last thing that's been positive is that high degree of acceptance and readiness when it comes to healthcare workers in embracing virtual care models, or also knowledge workers in working with digital technologies. And on the flip side of that is we're seeing consumers and citizens embrace those digital technologies as well. And one would think that would be more for the millennial generation, but what we're seeing is seniors are embracing digital technologies as well. So that really helps fortify our digital health and digital technology strategy at Alberta Innovates as we move forward. And these are all things we can build on in light of the pandemic. Based on your 30 years or so in the industry, what are some key signs of a healthy innovation system? A healthy innovation ecosystem produces highly qualified personnel. They ensure businesses have the right talent to succeed with skills, tools, and experiences and innovation. At Alberta Innovates, we have our core four emerging technology platform technologies we invest in. But what underpins that and what's the straw that stirs the drink is the talent strategy that makes those technologies sing in, in innovative ways. That is an essential element of our strategic plan. The second thing is the high degree of collaboration and partnerships amongst industry, academia, and innovation actors, and how those parties work together, how they clearly know their roles and responsibilities. It's a rising tide concept that the whole is greater than the sum of the parts, and the interrelationship between the actors in the innovation ecosystem allow us to have collective impact on society. Another sign of a healthy innovation system is around the ability to attract external resources. We see Alberta Innovates as our ability to provide end-to-end client solutions and being able to offer intelligence to innovators, to startups, to businesses, and to academics who can work in our environment to do innovation at scale. We believe that will become a magnet for investment in Alberta, which will be a great sign of an innovation ecosystem into the future. And the last comment would just be a key sign of an innovation system is one that creates new job opportunities. Innovation strategy is cross-sectoral. It is system-wide. And that high degree of productivity within sector and across the sector will generate knowledge jobs, which will sustain into the future. The ability to create those new job opportunities is a critical sign of a healthy innovation ecosystem. 
Anyone can have ideas and make attractive renderings, but what's involved in making these projects a reality? Innovation is about implementation, whereas research is about novel discovery. And not all creative ideas become innovations. Only the ones that are implemented and are valued and adopted by society. Implementation is probably the most challenging part of innovation. The two most forgotten parts are, number one, is the evaluation. How are we going to know what is successful and what is not? What works where and why? And then what are we going to measure and why are we going to measure it? And that's why the work with the Conference Board of Canada is so valuable because the innovation framework we're helping to pilot and work with you on is very beneficial. The second thing is the underpinnings of an innovation ecosystem. A lot of individuals like to focus on the direct investment in pilots and in projects and in activity, but there's also an infrastructural component that enables those environments to be successful. And those environments have to be built. You have to invest in those environments. And the great example of an investment in an environment building activity is around data. If we can begin to harness our data, pool our data, share our data with privacy and security reasons all taken into account, that would be a game changer for Canada and our innovation ecosystem. Working to create those environments and to create those infrastructure is really critical moving forward. To create those environments and have success, what would you like to change about Canada's reputation for innovation? Innovation is about implementation. Innovation is also about change. It's about doing old things in new ways, doing new things in unexpected ways, and solving old problems with new solutions. One thing I'd like to change is that we become less risk averse. We embrace the change in innovation as an opportunity. We fail fast. We learn from each other, and we learn as a system, and we have a system ready to respond. The second thing I'd like to change about Canada's innovation ecosystem is it's often said that Canada is the land of pilot projects, where we lack the mechanisms to scale innovation to broad implementation. We also have organizational silos that don't work together oftentimes in structures. I would like to break down those silos between organizations so that we are able to get to the value as we move forward. And I think that would create the mechanisms that would permit the innovation to happen at scale and to do that cross-sectorally. One of the expressions I use often is we need to share seamlessly and steal shamelessly from each other in our innovation work because we're all on this journey together and we all have to work towards a common cause and collective impact. It's been a pleasure speaking with you, Tim. I'd like to finish off by making note that you're part of the Conference Board's Council for Innovation and Commercialization. How do you make the most of your membership here? Alberta Innovates is pleased to be a member of the Conference Board of Canada Council for Innovation and Commercialization. We recently joined over the last year. We're going to use our membership to listen for insights and consider ways we can implement learnings and frameworks as we move forward. I do see us at Alberta Innovates becoming much more active in the council going forward. And I'm really looking forward to the new capabilities-centered innovation framework for measuring innovation in Canada. One of the things that framework will illuminate is the business capabilities both internally to Alberta Innovates and also externally to the environment and to the innovation ecosystem about how we convert innovation inputs into highly successful outputs. And that will allow us to test our example. One of our strategic thrusts is on digital health and digital health frameworks. That will be an important element of assessing what works where and why and inform our strategy moving forward. Thanks, Tim. I appreciate your time for today's episode. Thank you very much, Kira. My pleasure. For everyone listening, you can find out more about Alberta Innovates at albertainnovates.ca. 
as well as more about the Council for Innovation and Commercialization by following the links in the episode description. And you can access all of our latest COVID-19 coverage at conferenceboard.ca. You've been listening to the Leadership Perspective Series by the Conference Board of Canada, hosted by Kira Johnston and written by Sarah Mells. This series is produced by Jen Duhamel, Nancy Nguyen is our audio engineer, and our executive producer is Michael Bassett. Ideas were also contributed by Rob Collins and Aaron Brophy. For more podcasts, videos, commentary, and ideas, visit conferenceboard.ca.